0: Welcome to Branding You Real Estate. This is your host, Corinne King. Thank you for joining for this podcast where I got to interview the famous, why well, I like to call him famous, Bungalow John. Um, he's created quite the name or quite the brand for himself in the Orlando area and is well known for who he is, Bungalow John. Um, he goes into kind of how he came about this simple yet effective branding which all started with his name, Bungalow John, and how building from an authentic place has really helped him attract the clients that he wants to work with. And something that came out of this is that he has never advertised on Zillow, and that's where I came up with the podcast title was he never advertised on Zillow. And that's like, wow, we all are spending so much money. Like on the low end, it's like $600 a month to get those leads. And he is one of the best agents in Orlando and is well known thanks to his branding. So we came up with the concept, build a brand and dump Zillow. So start spending your money and your time on building your brand rather than 600 to $1,200 a month on Zillow. And then you can start attracting really the buyers that you want to work with. So it's even that much better. All right. Well, enjoy. He has a lot of great information, and be sure to follow him on Facebook and Instagram, so you can actually see what he's doing. Hello. Hey, can you hear me? I can. Hi. How crazy is our first time talking is uh, on a record?
1: Awesome. This is so cool. How are you?
0: I know. I'm good. <laughs> How are you? So nice to meet you via phone rather than Facebook. Yeah,
1: for sure, for sure. So how how would you come across my profile?
0: Okay, so Oh,
1: that's right, that's right. You told me that.
0: So he, and, you know, I'll just, since we're recording, he taught a class down here in the Caribbean for our board of realtors, and I put all that together because I was on, like, the education committee. Mm -hmm. And you were actually a big topic of... I forgot if it was. I think it was ABR. I don't know something about brand building, and he was like, "Oh, there was this guy, and he start." I did you start working with Zola? I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, I still was in his
1: with his. I company. was in his office at KW um, probably three years ago. So that's how I met Zola. Mm-hmm. Okay. He was our team leader.
0: Well, you. You were a big topic, so you probably all of a sudden had, like, all these likes from people from the U.S. Virgin Islands. That was us. He was like, go check out this page. Oh. <laughs> and then I really liked, like, everything that you were doing. I was like, just thought it was a cool name, Bungalow John, and he kind of gave the story, so I'm going to let you give the full story on oh, okay. that. okay. And, um, yeah, and I'm a UCF Knight, so oh. I'm familiar with Orlando as well. Oh, nice,
1: nice. Uh, yes, me, and then my wife there. is as well, so...
0: Very nice. Well, tell me, what is your, I only know you as Bungalow John. Like you did such a good job branding yourself that I only know you as Bungalow John. Well, I don't really even know your last so name. It's so funny
1: because when I first met my wife, she we, we, we started talking through Facebook and she only knew me as Bungalow John too. So I was actually in her phone as Bungalow John for a for a while. <laughs> So then kind of you're funny.
0: definitely doing the branding right is yes. if that's how you got your wife
1: the name resonates
0: <laughs> very nice so you've been in real estate since 2014 what did you do before that
1: um well i graduated ucf in 2012 so i was a student up until 2012 okay. and then from 2012 to about 2015 i worked for a general contractor for a year um i worked i was a I was a busser at a restaurant in, in Orlando, and then basically while I was a busser at the restaurant, that's when I got my license and I was doing deals, not, not a lot, but I was working there, working real estate, and then eventually was making enough to to quit the restaurant altogether.
0: Which, uh, just out of curiosity, which restaurant doesn't have anything to do with? It was it was
1: Boca and Winter Park. I'm just curious.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I remember Boca. Yeah, I loved Winter Park. Yeah, yeah.
1: How long have you been in the So did you have?
0: I've been here for about six years. Okay. Yeah. So I graduated UCF in 2009, and then I didn't get into real estate until I got here. So around the same time that you did. Oh, okay. Cool.
1: Cool. What What made you move to the islands?
0: My husband got offered a job and it was like between Florida, St. Croix or St. Thomas. And quickly, we made a five minute decision based on a couple of reviews. I'm like, let's go to St. Croix, hey, I guess. <laughs> and here we are six years later and I get to sell. It is really fun selling paradise. Oh, I
1: bet. Um,
0: but anyways, this is more about you. I want to hear all about like how you got in. Do you have a background in marketing or branding or no? no. any of that? Um, not at all. So you kind of figured it out how you went, like, as you went about real estate. Yeah,
1: exactly. Well, like, I think the biggest thing for me was I, you know, as someone that was not in real estate years ago, like you just kind of see the same stuff over and over again. And it's not like that doesn't work for people, but getting into real estate, I was like, that's just something that doesn't resonate with me. I mean... I, l- I would love to help people buy and sell, but I don't want to do it how everyone else is doing it. And it, that's as simple as just kind of even changing your vibe, you know, changing the marketing style and, and techniques. And at least that's what my opinion is. I like do all the same stuff pretty much, but I feel like I, my, I wanted my brand to really just resonate with people and really just be cool in the eyes of other you know like consumers like some what right what is and with it,
0: our generation coming like, up that old school
1: exactly it's like, it's basically it's like what would i want to see in an agent and i, I mean because I, I know the way i do my like, my style if i was not in real estate i would be attracted to someone that's doing something kind of like what i'm doing that's kind of like eye-catching it's it's very authentic. I almost Mm -hmm. want,
0: that's been like coming down to like, I came into this, not even expecting that word to pop up so much because the whole podcast is about how you brand yourself in real estate. And it keeps coming down to branding yourself authentically and starting there and starting from what's authentic. And it's funny that that's, you're like keyword for this is that was the last podcast I did as well. The keyword was authenticity
1: for sure. And like, you know, my wife and I were a team and another big thing is we just wanted to bring value to people, like just in who we are as human beings, like honestly going past real estate, the whole transaction, like we, we don't really consider ourselves to be super transactional. Like you're not just, a number to you're not you're not a goal to meet every month you know we we do it because we love to work with people in general like we're people we're people Mm -hmm. so um just getting to know the person behind the transaction was really important to us and i and i think because people can see that that kind of like has been helping us along the way
0: Yeah, I think, you know, and I was thinking about this the other day, brand building versus like lead conversion and how brand building may take longer, but it'll sustain and slowly grow and where I think when you're just trying to close stuff and get the lead and close on the lead, that'll get you fast money, but eventually that might catch up to you in a negative way. and,
1: And that's another thing, like we have no desire on building a team. We... You know my my wife she came from a team that are is huge on Zillow they cut, they do like eight hundred transactions a year they pay thousands a month on Zillow It's a lot of just conversion like how well can you convert and that's you know you can incorporate that in your business there's nothing wrong with that obviously that team has been super successful, but that's not the route we wanted to go and plus
0: you know that's interesting I didn't even think about do you do any business on Zillow
1: No, I've never paid Zillow anything
0: (laughs) and that's crazy so you are like literally your business is all about this brand that you built of bungalow yeah it's the
1: brand so basically it, it, it boils down to I get my business from referrals my sphere and my social media presence that's it
0: and it and Zillow, I know we're doing like the minimum and it's six hundred dollars a month, and they're trying to convince us to do like sixteen to two thousand a month just on a specific zip code. And that's just crazy. And I Yeah. I feel like with social media you can even target better.
1: Yeah, well the only the only and thing
0: you can build your brand. the only
1: thing that sucks about social Facebook and Instagram specifically is that up until about a year, year and a half ago, you could specific, I don't know how it is in like the Virgin islands, but at least like the U S yeah. you cannot do zip codes anymore.
0: Right. I remember all that changed. So you can't specifically target yeah. like you used to, and it changes every day. So it's hard to give any advice on Facebook exactly. because I swear the next day there's something exactly. new. I was like, I just learned how to yeah, do that. It, it's,
1: and for, for, a for pretty much two to three years, I was specifically targeting only like our little Orlando, excuse me, downtown districts. It was like three or four zip codes. Uh-huh. But once that went away, it's like, damn, now I have to do, you know, 15 mile search. You know, it's. But right. You can't do anything about that.
0: So I want to bring it back to because I do find it very interesting that. You just decided, I'm not even going to do Zillow. I'm just going to build a really strong brand. And back to Bungalow John, with that brand, how did the name come about? First, I want to learn that.
1: Um,
0: Well. Like, where did you get the term Bungalow John? Yeah,
1: for sure. Um, So, in Orlando, in in the downtown districts, a lot of people refer to, like, the smaller mid-century homes as bungalows. And I I saw – I was –
0: I remember those. I right, loved right,
1: right, and I would and I would see that word in like the MLS descriptions, and I was like, "Hey, well, I love where I live. You know, I want to sell a lot in this in these districts. Try and focus on it. So, I, I can't tell you specifically when it clicked. I might have just written the word bungalow down and then put my name behind it. I, I really don't remember, but I remember it was like a few years ago, and it just somehow evolved into that name <laughs> i just don't remember specifically but it but really just boils down to and just really loving where i'm selling and kind of having my name kind of revolve around that as well the branding i mean
0: so i missed some of that i'm finding that we're kind of breaking up quite a bit uh-huh. um can you repeat the last part
1: uh yeah what part did you uh Here up to
0: so you came about bungalow john you're not really sure how and then i missed the rest of that
1: oh yeah yeah i i yeah i don't really remember kind of when it evolved i just remember me loving to sell in the areas where the bungalows were and then i just put my name basically behind the word bungalow and Mm -hmm. i'm pretty sure it was just as simple as that (laughs)
0: Yeah. I feel like some people overcomplicate things and it's really, you don't have to be that complicated. Yeah. Um, and that's where some of the best names come about. So now you have Bungalow John. Yep. And with that, what I also, you know, there's so many more other extensions to branding. So you have the name, but then you have the logo and then, you know, your your clientele that you target, and it all comes down to even like how you dress. What other things fall underneath this branding umbrella that you've built oh, for yourself? For sure,
1: hundred percent. So like uh, going back to, I wanted to do things kind of different, more, more modern, more, more now, more authentic. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, listen, I'm not going to go on listing appointments or meet buyers in like a suit. I'm not going to try and appear like. Super professional because that just would not be my style at all. So, I just, mm-hmm. I, the way I dress is very just kind of regular, honestly, but I would say kind of fashionable too. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you know, when I meet people, I try to, I, I, people we want to do business with is kind of the, the way I dress. Like, I'm hoping to attract the person. Or group of people that would kind of appreciate like and see the value in me not having to like oversell myself. Like they can see by the way I dress, like it's just very authentic, and they're just probably thinking, hey, he's just like me, except if he sells real estate, you know. Yeah.
0: I'm not sure like which episode I was recording with someone, but just talking about like when you are marketing from an authentic place, you will attract the type of buyers that you love to work with. Right. And so it's important, you know, one, two, I mean, if you, you're going to market to maybe a different luxury clientele and you want a different clientele than what matches with your branding and what's authentic to you, then maybe you won't, those won't line up. Right, right.
1: Um,
0: But you probably get to attract some awesome people because you're being yourself. No, I do.
1: And And I, exactly, you know, I'm not marketing to like million dollar homes either, so you know, like you said if i was going on a listing appointment on a one or two million dollar house i might dress accordingly but for the most part where i market and who i market to they're just like everyday people <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah and i want to go back to your social media uh-huh. um which i i just find that so interesting because i feel like we're all fighting for these Zillow leads, which maybe for us, we're in a different market because our buyers are so transient. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I feel like all agents are spending just so much on Zillow. And you know, if any realtors listening to this, we all kind of aren't big fans of Zillow, but right. we have to work with them because that's where the buyers are looking. Mm-hmm. Um, take me through a run through of what advice you would give someone. So they built this great brand and how do you take that brand and use social media to share, I guess, with potential buyers and sellers.
1: Well, it kind of goes back. I mean, I've been doing this very consistently for the past, you know, three years. So it's still, it's, it's, Mm -hmm. I think now it's starting to kind of pay off more. Yeah. I I was definitely getting business from my marketing, you know, when I started, but not as much as I am now. Um, So I would Mm -hmm. just say, and I watch a lot of Gary Vaynerchuk. I don't know if you're familiar with him. Oh yes. He's huge on content. Mm-hmm. So it's just like Yeah. Put out a lot of content. Don't worry about the results now. We we'll just keep keep staying consistent with your with your content and your posting schedule. Um it's not really about like the metrics now. Like you don't have to say, "Oh god, it's only it only reached 200 people. I'm going to give up now." I think a lot of people burn out Right. they'll say cuz like most of the time the results Because they
0: don't see those yeah, numbers. Yeah, and... like Three yeah, months. It's not
1: immediate. You know, I didn't have my first closing for the first eight months. But if you stay consistent with it and make it um relevant, like I know we want to start doing maybe some more educational stuff. But again, I, the mm-hmm. way I want to do something like that is not do like an hour-long, you know, Instagram TV video. I would like to do something where it's like one to two minute segments of that because i I feel like since I have a short attention span, I think a lot of millennials mm-hmm. do too, so they're, they're mm-hmm. in my opinion they 're not going to want to sit and watch a thirty minute video. They need their information quick and easy <laughs> so yeah, but I think just consistency definitely consistency um, you know quality content too, but I think consistency is more key than anything.
0: Mm -hmm. I was just talking to a girlfriend and I did like a journaling prompt for this on my Instagram, but just about how consistency is better than complexity. And I think we spend so much time overthinking what we're going to post that we only post like once a week rather than like three times a day. That's a Gary P thing. Right. Exactly. Post three times a day and it will, you know, eventually it'll catch up. to Exactly.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I, I, yeah, Gary V came to Orlando and gave us a, uh, a talk, and I was there with my wife. And just a lot. If, if anyone's listening, go watch him. He can be a, a little of a, a little abrasive sometimes, but he, yeah, he I speaks love that, the truth, though. and I like it too. But he's got good stuff.
0: I might have to listen to him a little bit more. He's been doing like these videos every morning where he just records when he speaks to people who follow him, like right. you and me, exactly. I did notice, I think recently on your Facebook, you changed up your brand. Yes. Was that recent? Yep.
1: That was when.
0: I swear I haven't been stalking you.
1: <laughs> no, it, <laughs> just, it was just slightly. It just was slightly. the beginning of the year. Uh, so I had.
0: I knew I yeah. noticed a difference. So I, I
1: designed my own logo when I first started. I just did it on Canva. It's this website where you can create your own content. And um, mm-hmm. I did it on there. It took me like an hour to do. And I just kind of like set it and forget it. And then kind of as the years went by, I was like, I just don't like this anymore. And then my wife, Nicole joined me end of 2019, beginning of 2020. And we knew we wanted to kind of rebrand. So actually what we really wanted to do was be bungalow, John and co because we were, we were adding her Mm -hmm. to the team, but we could not add and co because in Florida, you're just like a certain amount of words you cannot put in your branding if you're not your own broker so since i'm with charles ruttenberg realty okay i could not say bungalow john and co because it would like clash with charles ruttenberg realty for some reason but i I could do like bungalow the bungalow john team but it just that didn't sound right so we just kept bungalow john we added curated real estate and we added new colors Um, the guy we used kind of had this idea to have like a florida citrusy type theme so we have like the dark evergreen we have like a like a very light um like a peach coral and then a burnt orange so just kind of one to encompass kind of the florida citrus aspect Mm -hmm.
0: you know i find what's interesting about this conversation is One, you don't have to be super rich to make a brand look good. Um, I use Canva as well. And that's what I use for some logos. Um, I think it's like 12 bucks a month. And I use it for all my social media. And it's a great way to start with a brand. Um, And you don't, I don't know if I said this earlier, but um, better done than perfect. So you probably got started. It wasn't perfect, but hey, it got started this brand that you started building for yourself. And then you're like, all right. Let's now kind of use our brand, but we're just going to revamp it yeah. a bit. How did you handle that transition when everyone was so familiar with your other look? Was it a, just a slow, like we'll make a small change here, a small change here?
1: Yeah, yeah. We we just knew that we wanted again. We wanted to add and co, but we couldn't do that. We we knew we knew mm-hmm. that we did not want to change Bungalow John like the actual name because it's just stuck with so many people. It's yeah, catchy. And, it's, and it's
0: very catchy.
1: <laughs> so we know we wanted to keep that. We knew we wanted to keep that aspect. Um, but yeah, like we were, we knew we wanted to change the logo and the colors too, but we had no idea as to what direction we wanted to go. And we got with my marketing guy and we're like, hey, this is, like we sat down, had this really cool conver- uh, consultation with him. And he kind of just thought of it all himself, honestly. We're like, we. Let
0: me take a look yeah. at it really quick. I feel like I know it, but now I'm like, now I know the history behind it. Bungalow John. If you're listening, go to Bungalow John on Uh, Facebook.
1: And he he did a... And
0: okay, so I swear I didn't stalk you that much. So that little keyhole, is that a keyhole or a door? Because that seems like a a door door. that you'd find on a bungalow in old
1: Florida. Um, Yeah, at first he only had like a few colors, but now he has, we have different... Kind of um, combinations of logos as well, where it's not just like blue and like, or not blue, but the evergreen and a, the light peach. It's like a kind of a combination of all three colors. But mm-hmm. yeah, really, it was all hit. It was one of those things where it's like, if we know we like it, we'll know. Like, just keep giving us some stuff, and we'll be able to eliminate quickly. Right. If we know we love it, we'll we will tell you. <laughs>
0: And how did he come up with that? I know that you guys like partnered together and you spoke Mm -hmm. to him and it sounds like he really understood like your vibe and what you were going for. Did he go just get a feel for who you were based on maybe what you post on social media? Does he know you personally? No, so how how it
1: happened was he was recommended from a friend of a friend of a friend. And then it was funny, actually on our honeymoon, he gave us this link. I forgot what he called it. It was basically kind of like, who are you type thing? And it was like if your brand could have lunch or no, what was it? It was like if your brand could go shopping with another brand, like what brands would you shop for? Or like if your brand wanted to go have a coffee or go have a drink with someone, where would you go? So there were all these different look like spots that we go to in Orlando to have a drink or a coffee or or breakfast mm-hmm. or lunch or whatever. We listed all of them. And they all they all are kind of similar, like trendy so he got he got a really good idea Mm -hmm. we try to we try to paint a picture as best we could to say hey this is the vibe we like these are the spots we go to this is where we shop and then he kind of just got that idea and then just made his own thing based off of the information we gave him now it wasn't a one and done thing like he
0: no it's gonna be coming back and collaboration
1: three to five different types of logos and we eliminated like three or four of them and then we were honed in on a couple of them then we just really kind of specified down to the final version
0: and i don't know you well i know you from your facebook and from our short conversation but based on your logo it really it's not you know the super luxury i don't know if you know christopher chu um where his is like very upscale but yours is, has this professional look, but you're right, trendy and yeah. welcoming. Like it really does seem to incorporate your personality. Right, right
1: yeah. And the font we chose, it's like it kind of goes in hand with like the modern numbers you'll see on houses and like, you know, kind of spaced apart. The lettering is like mm-hmm. kind of spaced apart. So just to kind of get that modern vibe, modern and trendy.
0: So just to go on a couple of things. For anyone looking to build a brand, they can start with Canva, better done than perfect. And then it's good to find, um, you know, a marketing partner like what you found or a graphic designer that does more than just build a logo. They actually get to know you and build it based on your personality. Um, And then through social media, how do you... And I had another podcast about you know creating your story on uh, social media because that seems like your biggest outlet is how and that's how you brand yourself mostly.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard to describe like how I've really been able to tell my story. I mean, I honestly, I don't know if I, I think up until recently I haven't had, in my opinion, that too much personality in my branding. To in my opinion. It's always just been consistently, post some cool houses frequently, yada, yada, yada. Um, but I think since I made this, the, 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 the branding change, the um, revisions and everything, that's where I've been seeing a lot more people get more attracted. Because um, we, ha- we had our video with Nicole uh, joining me. It's like, it's like the first video mm-hmm. on our profile. And we wanted to keep that very lighthearted. Um, so like more people would watch it. Um,
0: right. And I think that's the thing with social media. You don't want to yeah, make it too serious. Yeah.
1: And, and I think what I've been doing too, like I was never really on Instagram that much a couple of years ago, but I have also been incorporating like, so of on Instagram is professional and it's my personal as well. So I think showing mm-hmm. people, not just the houses and the closings, but You know, what am I doing with my family? What concerts am I going to? What, where am I eating at? You know, I, I wanted to incorporate all that. So I, yeah.
0: Right. Well, you know, and you're attracting people who are like you. Right, right, right. And they need to see who you are. People want to work with people. People don't want to work with that pretty house. They want to work with a person. And, you know,
1: and there's definitely agents out there that have like, have their own social media presence that only focus on the houses and they, probably do very well, but it just
0: And that's yeah, just a different exactly. tactic. Exactly. And it could be a different market too. Like I feel like you've kinda honed in on this niche in the Orlando downtown area. Exactly. So do you think you've benefited from finding a niche rather than throwing that big wide net, which I think a lot of yeah. people used to do. Um but you really I mean with the name bungalow john you're also kind of maybe isolating a different group yeah and, of and i've buyers. gotten
1: that before i've had people message me before not often but it's happened
0: saying oh like i see you
1: work downtown only like will you will you help me find a house or or would you help me potentially find a house outside of those districts i was like yeah for sure like i go everywhere and anywhere um yeah so like it's been a very small percentage of people that assumed i didn't go out of downtown orlando because of the houses i was mm-hmm. posting and the content i was creating um but i would rather have that very small percentage potentially not do business with me compared to casting a wide net
0: um Right. Like you might be missing out on more people, but you don't have to, I think, spread yourself thin. You can focus your content and focus your brand to one right. area and attract more in that one area rather than spreading out and hoping to get five, you know, from the UCF area and then, you know, five exactly. more from downtown. And, you know, so you, you don't have to put as much effort exactly. into it either. Um,
1: yeah. I mean, you hit it right on the head. Like work, kind of it's kind of like a work smarter not harder type thing i mean like we work very hard my wife and i but we i've worked smart in the sense that i've kind of only honed in on the downtown orlando areas so Mm -hmm. but you know we're taking a listing in titusville soon that that's coming from nicole's past sphere (laughs) because when she was on a team before me she had to cast that wide net she was going everywhere and, and eventually like burnt right. out and you know, you can't really be an expert all across Central Florida.
0: <laughs> you can it's yeah. it's huge. I yeah. remember. It would take me like an hour right. to get to work. Um what I was gonna say about downtown. Oh, well you mentioned something earlier, like you really like that area, yeah. you know that area and you enjoy yeah. selling it. And I think when you enjoy something you're much better oh, at for it. For
1: sure. And like it
0: And so if you were trying to sell I don't know, everywhere Winter Park, I mean Winter Park would be a yeah. lot of fun, but <laughs> all the little areas um of Orlando. I can't believe I can't remember all the little nooks and crannies in neighborhoods. Yeah. That would be a lot. Oviedo. I mean, you'd be driving all over the place and that'd be exhausting and not yeah, nearly. No, for as sure. fun. And that's
1: one thing Nicole and I talked about is like I think that's kind of what keeps us in the game longer is that we're selling in areas that we love and that we live in. Now that's, that is not hundred percent of our transactions though. Like we have a client under contract in Oviedo actually. Um, we do everything surrounding the areas, but it's not where we mm-hmm. push our marketing or our marketing dollars. So not, not everything is 100% downtown Orlando.
0: Right. I mean yeah. and I understand that we kind of focus on one market right, clientele right. but we'll take exactly. whatever we can exactly. get. <laughs> Our island is much smaller than uh
1: right, than where right. you are but um
0: <laughs> So we understand how you like built this brand how it attracts people really you focus a lot yeah. on social media and also you know branding as real estate agents we're always mm-hmm. on. So what are things that you do like in your community that attracts and brings people together, or how do you put yourself out there? We'll say like physically rather than just on social media.
1: Well, that's definitely one thing that we want to improve on. I think because I've been kind of behind the phone, behind the computer, digitally for the last few years, I've, I've almost honestly mm-hmm. kind of lost touch with the human aspect of the mar- of you know human interaction, really. Um, I mean, so what we, yeah. we want to do is start doing more open houses in the area, you know, even if it's not our listing, just get out there more frequently, um, you know, maybe some volunteer work in the area. I have a dream to do my own, like, music festival around here at some point. <laughs> um, I, would, yes, I would love to do, do that. It. I was in a band a couple of years ago, and I've been to some local fe- festivals here in Orlando, and... I don't know. I'm not saying it's going to give me business, but I think it'd be cool to do stuff like that.
0: But no, I think I think it will. So I'll just give you an example and you can take this mm-hmm. and run with it if you want. So for our team, you know, working with coronavirus and everything that's going on, we're listing a yeah. restaurant. Um, I also really yeah. love drinking wine. And so I spoke to the owner and I was like, hey, let's do a virtual oh, wine yeah. tasting. And, and you can't really measure how much money you make off of these events that you create. So we created an event on our Facebook page and then we set up like the ring light and the whole thing. And, you know, we knew that she loved teaching wine and so the event took place on our page and then gave them a lot of money because people came and picked up food and their wine for the night. They went and picked up this like blind wine tasting and it went for an hour and a half and we had like 300 something comments. I mean, something for such a small Island and, we ended up getting like five to ten likes on our page. I know it's not right, huge, right. but it was organic. And people got to know us because I jumped on the screen and yeah. was like, hey, guys. Anyways, that could be a lot of fun. And um, someone else who I work with, once a month, she just brings all of her clients together and doesn't have to spend a dime. She just gets everyone together to meet at a different restaurant every month. Oh, wow. That's cool. that weekly. Anyways. Yeah, you don't have to spend any money. It's just you're the coordinator and pulling everyone together.
1: Exactly, that's so cool. And like we have, we have this idea. We live across the street from a park that has a, a baseball field, so we would like love to hold like a kickball tournament. You know? Um,
0: well, I challenge you to work on <laughs> the human side of your business. And the second we can actually see humans, I don't know if you guys are open to the world yet, but um, I encourage you to do at least a kickball tournament. Start there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, we, I, and then we, I'll
0: come up for the music festival
1: for sure. Probably in the next few years, that'll happen. We'll see.
0: <laughs> and I do think it all works together. Like, it's not in your face, like, hey, I'm Bungalow John, buy from me. But it's just a different way to take your personal passions of music and pair those with meeting people. And then inadvertently, they're like, well, what do you do? Right. And there you go.
1: Exactly. No, yeah. And there's, There's a couple people in our area, we live in College Park, and they heavily market College Park with mailers, they're doing open houses, like, we're kind of at this point where, do we really want to even specify even more in our certain districts, like College Park, or should we just still keep it a little broad? But, but, you know, broad in these districts is not like all of Central Florida, so it's still relatively pretty small. But we're at this point, it's like, hey, should we start a mailer campaign? Like, what's the ROI on that? Like, is it worth it? <laughs> you know, it's just stuff like that. Just,
0: right. Printing's really expensive. Yeah. Or do you stick and put all your money on social media where more people are? Yep.
1: And then there's also online there's... Searching daily. Yeah, there's there's like lead funnels, you know, all your sponsored mm-hmm. campaigns. And I've looked into that before. I've, you know, I was doing stuff by myself on with lead gen with, on Facebook and I, I I didn't stick to it consistently.
0: Um, right. It's probably not going to work if you just do a one-off here and a one-off there. No. I mean,
1: the only consistent thing I've done on my social is just posting stuff. Really. <laughs> That's it. I I haven't stayed consistent with actual like like social media lead gen. But
0: well, it seems like it's happening fairly organic for you. It,
1: it definitely is. Yeah.
0: Just by putting yourself out there. Yes. Well, I don't want to take too much. I mean, it sounds like you have a lot of other things in the works and I'm excited to follow you on Facebook, um, and Instagram. Now I think we're Instagram friends to see how all of that unfolds. Um, but if you were going to give some, you know, you really made a big like jump from 2014 to now, I think yeah. you're mm-hmm. a pretty successful agent in Orlando. Mm-hmm. Thanks to. And I think it does have a lot to do with your brand. It's really catchy. Yeah. Um, and it encompasses who you are. So if you were going to give someone, and this is for anyone who's listening, um, just some tips on where to get started. Right.
1: Yeah, I would say, because I've had people over the past couple of years, like ask me like, how do you get started in real estate? Blah, blah, blah. Because they think it's really easy. And when really it's not, (laughs) it's not like an easy. Oh, I thought it was easy. Yeah. (laughs) Um, You know, I would tell people to find out like, First off, why do they want to get into real estate? Like, is it because you watch HGTV and you think it's all going to be like that?
0: Um, and you're going to be like Joanna Gaines, except the real estate it, version. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly.
1: So I would, I would find out why you want to do it. And then if you figure out why you want to do it and you're, you know, somewhat passionate about it, you know, s- in my opinion don't try and like stray away from who you who you are and what your personality is kind of like let that shine through and how you like service your clients and your through your marketing um you know also figure out if you want to be on a team you know there you could be successful on a team that feeds you leads all day but you can also just be your own single agent and kind of do what i've done and just really just brand yourself it's a lot more risky but i would say it's a lot more satisfying Mm -hmm. but not everyone can just do that and you know become super successful overnight it definitely takes time whereas if you join a team you can be successful in your very first year if you really wanted to right Uh, so yeah I, i would just say Find out who you are, what your personality is, what are your goals, and why you want to be in real estate. And then kind of go from there.
0: Okay, nice. Well, um, how can, if anyone is in the Orlando area, how can they reach you?
1: Uh, well, my Facebook is bungalow John, and my Instagram is bungalow underscore John. I don't know why I had to have an underscore, but I, I guess I did.
0: I had to have an underscore, too. I think it's an Instagram thing.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: I don't know. Because I tried to do like a dash, I think. I was like, no, you have to do an underscore. I don't right, know.
1: Right, right. I don't know why. Instagram kind things. of messes everything up. But yeah, Facebook Bungalow John, Instagram Bungalow underscore John. Um, my email is John at Bungalow John. John is with no H2. And can I give my number?
0: <laughs> I mean, it's up to you. Do you want to give it? I'm your down.
1: Number? <laughs> All right. Uh,
0: Referrals to Bungalow John, please yeah. go yeah, for it's it. It's
1: 407.
0: 608 0086. All right, repeat it one more time. You have some wind. Yeah, coming I, I in. got that. Yeah. Uh,
1: 407 608 0086.
0: Awesome. Um, well, we have some, like, I'm excited to go one, check out your brand a little bit more. I think your brand speaks a lot and could inspire some people. Mm-hmm. I have an agent here who. I don't know you, but I feel like I know you because of social media. And I told him, I was like, go check out this guy. You seem to have a similar personality. Like he's kind of laid back, but he's really good at what he does. Um, I'm never going to see him in a suit and tie, which you aren't going to see anyone here in a suit and tie. Um, Hmm. So I'm going to definitely have him check out your brand a little bit more and just kind of use you as an inspiration. Just because you guys are very similar. So you might see a different button. We won't take the name, but. (laughs)
1: Well, that sounds good.
0: Definitely going to use that as inspiration. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to meet with me. I'm sure you're crazy too, probably like running to another appointment or hopefully writing up offers. Yeah. <laughs> um in this cranny crazy corona time. I think buyers are starting to come out of the woodworks now. Oh
1: yeah, we've been we've been like insanely busy the last few months. It's I don't know, it's crazy. <laughs>
0: It's probably because you already had like that whole on the web social media thing going. I hope so. <laughs> and now you'll just soar from exactly. here. Exactly.
1: That's the that's the goal.
0: All right. Well, thank you so much again, and um, I will keep you posted when this goes live.
1: Okay. Perfect. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Yeah. Definitely. All right. Okay. Thanks, thank you. John. Thank you so, so much for joining for this podcast. If it's your first one, welcome. If you are joining me again, thank you for your support and tuning in. So I had the opportunity, as you heard, to interview Bungalow John. And I was writing a post just announcing like, hey, what a great interview. I think either like this morning or yesterday, just saying like when I saw his brand and I was following him, I... He was the inspiration or a big inspiration for this podcast because I wanted to know what are you doing and I want to learn from you and I was like, well, I could give him a call or interview him or I could record a podcast and share this with everyone else. So that's what I did. So here we are. Um, You know what I really encourage you to do is not just listen to this podcast of 45 minutes. There is so much he's done and evolved over time. Go check out his Instagram, Facebook, stalk him all the way back to when he got started and look at that evolution of where Bungalow John came from and how he evolved. You know, get started. You don't have to be perfect to get started. I mean, you wanna look pretty good, don't stick with a brand that, or start with a brand that you're stuck with, that you hate, that isn't who you are. Um, But get started. And start by getting inspired by other real estate agents or other brands and go from there. Bungalow John and I, we kind of spoke and texted afterwards and we're like, hey, if you just want to brainstorm and share ideas, let's do that. And he shared uh, some Instagram and Facebook accounts and other agents that have these awesome brands. And he says, you know, he uses a lot of that for inspiration as well. So I encourage you to look outside of your world to get inspired, and with one of those, definitely follow Bungalow John. He is doing it different, and he's doing it trendy, and edgy, and authentic, and that's the key word there, authentic, so start there. Start with you, and get out there and start branding. Uh, Zillow, as you saw, he's never spent a dime, and he's extremely successful, and he's well known in that Orlando market and he didn't have to spend a dime with Zillow. I know, crazy. Um, And also, so Zillow, if you're familiar with Zillow, you spend all this money and they send you leads and that's great and you do close on those and you do make money off Zillow and a lot of times if you're following up, you get your money back. Great. But when you are building your brand and putting you out there, you attract like people. You attract clients and customers that you want to work with. And that brand building, once you get it going, and once you put consistent time into it, I think that's one of the things that he said is that consistency was key, you'll start attracting people that you want to work with. And then you'll get good referrals and then you'll attract more people that you want to work with. And this brand will just keep building. And once that brand's out there, everything will just fall into place. So get out there, dump Zillow, start building your brand, and happy branding to you, and I can't wait for you to join for some more episodes coming down the pipeline.